What's going on guys, it's your boy Eddie Knight, hip hop artist and producer, and I'm coming at you with another informational episode today. Today's episode is going to be about catering to your existing fans, as well as tips and tricks on how to stay consistent. Last but not least, we're going to be talking about a question I received on Twitter, which was, how do I go about looking for management, as well as what are the pros and cons of having a manager? So if these are some of the thoughts that you've been having to yourself and information that you've been seeking, please stay tuned. Before we get into it, y'all, I really just want to thank everybody who tuned in to this episode, especially those who are up bright and early on a Thursday morning, catching this at 7 a.m. on the way to work. And please understand these gems, these tips, these tricks that I share, um, they're not coming from the place of somebody that's a millionaire and who who just knows everything. But they are coming from someone who has tried a lot of different things just because I, I've always wanted to go the independent route with my music. And I've uh, just tried a lot of different things that have harmed me <laughs> and my success and hindered it as well as just really catapulted in, in, in ways that I could never imagine. And I just want to share those with other people who are looking to do the same thing. And if you ever want to get your questions answered on the podcast, feel free to at me at F A B A podcast on Instagram and Twitter. That's F A B as in boy, a podcast on Instagram and Twitter. But anyways, with no further ado, let's jump right into the first topic, which is maintaining your fan base, catering to your existing fan base. I see a lot of artists on social media of all genres who actually have more fans than they think. And instead of stopping and paying attention to those people who actually do show love to them and their movement and their music and their brand, they whine and complain about how they're not getting enough streams and about how nobody's listening to the music. Two of the easiest ways to lose fan engagement is to one, being the whining, complaining, independent artist. Nobody wants to hear your struggles and your plight. Uh, other artists get it, but as far as people listening, they could really, really, really care less. And I'm not saying to, to not be human. I'm not saying to, to not show any emotion or anything like that. But if that becomes a stigma around you that you just complain about your situation and complain about how you feel that you should be higher or in a better place than what you are, then you will start to lose fans from that. If you don't believe me, take a look at like like Wale. He was on top of the world at one point. If you don't know who Wale is, he's an American songwriter, singer, rapper. He had a pretty steady climb for a couple of years, but after a while, he seemed to plateau while Drake and J. Cole and Kendrick and Mac all seemed to kind of go past him as far as success went. And a lot of people noticed that, but he definitely noticed it. And he began to start having these types of conversations and frustrations. He started sharing them on Twitter, which really skewed the perception of Wale. He made great music and still does make great music, but people just didn't like him. So they didn't stay tuned into him because they just didn't like his attitude and how he complained all the time. And the same thing goes for a lot of different artists in other genres. So learn from them and do not be that artist. Second thing that can really hurt your engagement and make you lose fans really easy. It's just not being genuine. I see a lot of people who get a lot of comments from the same people on all their posts. They're talking about how much they love their music and how they really rock with them and how they just like what they're doing. And then the only reply they reply is thanks. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Just giving super short and just unauthentic replies. After a while, people are going to understand that you're not really invested in them as a fan. 
Now, if you're big as Drake or, or J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar or Taylor Swift or, or whoever is the biggest person in the music industry, it's obvious they're not going to be able to reply to every comment. I tell people all the time that being unknown is not as bad as we make it out to be. I mean, you constantly get to change and rebrand yourself without people getting upset, as well as you have the time to reply to people who are in your comment section. A super famous artist is going to have hundreds of thousands of comments, but you may have max 50. You can knock out 50 replies in an easy 20 minutes. So that would definitely be my first tip to catering to your fans. My first tip to keeping your existing fan base engaged. Because that core, that core fan base really starting out is going to make or break you as an artist, especially an independent artist. And step number two would be to really take note of those people who are engaging with you and engage with them. They're adding value to your page by dropping a comment. They're adding value on a page by your page by dropping an emoji. As little and minuscule as you may deem it to be, when onlookers and, and other people who aren't in your core fan base are coming across your page and they're seeing that all these people are commenting on your page and commenting on your videos and your songs, that adds value to you as an artist. So don't just be one-sided in this artist-fan relationship. Add value to them. The second step would be to follow them. You know, when they release something, if, if they do anything, be sure to comment on it. If they drop a picture that you like that is dope, drop a comment on it. What I do is... I found 50 people who are continuously just in my mentions and I turned on the notification bells for their posts. And anytime they post something I like, I make sure that I like it and drop a comment. It's a way one for me to engage with them and add value to them like they add value to me as a fan, just returning that favor. Also, it's a way to stay in touch with those core fans because you want to be in constant contact with those people. It's a lot of artists that come out every single day. It's about 30,000 new songs released daily across uh, all the websites that host music. So people can forget about you very quickly. So you want to make sure you stay in those core fans face, stay in contact. You don't have to be talking to them all the time, but man, make a schedule every two months. Reach out every three months. Reach out. See how they're doing. You have to really become like a salesman. But you have to really understand that your music is not the product you are. Don't treat these people like they're just a stream. Don't treat these people like they're just an iTunes purchase or a T-shirt purchase to get by for that month. Got to really treat these people like people, people like relationships. You know, this this artist and fan thing, it's not somebody worshiping you. It is a relationship. So you got to definitely cater to that. So the number that I said I started out with was reaching out to people was 50. And that's not a large number at all, but just imagine you're at a point in your career where you're making zero dollars from your craft. Absolutely zero. If you have 50 people in your corner that would spend $20 on you every year, whether it's on a T-shirt or whether it's coming to a show, you know, buying merch, supporting a Patreon, whatever, anything of that nature, that's a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars is not a lot of money. I'm not definitely not saying it is. Well, that's an extra thousand dollars before you get paid for a feature. It's a thousand dollars, just passive income at this point. Just imagine you add 50 new fans who do the same thing every single year. And the last way to keep your fans engaged is going to be to ask questions. Super simple, super easy thing to do. Don't just post your music and tell people what to do and, and demand them that they listen to you. Ask questions about, you know, your song. What do you think about this song? You know, drop freestyles, drop rough drafts of your music 
um, drop, you know, rough copies of you singing your song or rapping your song or whatever you do and just ask people questions, let people interact with you, give people an opportunity to interact with you on social media. All right. I hope that was helpful to you. I tried to blend tips and tricks to catering to your existing fans slash gaining new fans and staying consistent all kind of in one gumbo. Hope it wasn't too confusing. And I hope you picked up some gems from it that you will uh, in turn use in your own career. But now we're going to move on to our wrap up, which is our Twitter Q&A. And the question I'm going to be answering today is from a hip hop and graffiti artist out of Las Vegas. And I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Colorblind. Uh, yeah, it looks like Colorblind with a K, K-U-L-R-B-L-I-N-D. And that's Colorblind1 on Twitter. And his question was, how do I lock down the right kind of management? And what are the pros and cons I should be looking for? That's definitely a dope question. I appreciate you for, for reaching out, man, and definitely appreciate you for participating in the Q&A. And look, man, um... That's definitely a question I see asked a lot. I'm going to tell you my opinion on it as well as give you some facts. Hope you don't take anything that I say as sarcasm, nor take anything that I say in bad taste. I just have kind of a monotone voice and that's just how I sound. But I'm not being sarcastic or anything like that with any of these questions I'm about to ask. It's just some serious things that you need to ask yourself before you start looking for a manager. The first question you should ask yourself is, what do I have to manage? Pretty simple question, but that question is very important because a manager's job is to do exactly that, is to manage. So if you're not having multiple label meetings per week, if you're not touring all across America doing shows, if you're not at that point where you're starting to really make a lot of money from your craft, if you're not at that point where you have so many feature requests and so many guest appearance inquiries that you just can't handle replying to all of them yourself, then it's probably safe to say you don't need a manager because the manager's responsibility is to manage all of that for you. So if you're not there yet, it's probably a pretty big chance you could be doing all of that yourself. You know, you could be getting those feature requests replied to yourself. You can be calling venues and booking those shows yourself. And you also want to have that type of experience under your belt. You want to be able to do that because when it, when it does get to the point where you will need a manager, it'll be so much easier for him to manage you. And if you are looking to get into a record label situation, having those skills are going to be more reason for a record label to want to sign you. You should definitely be doing all of that stuff yourself until it gets to the point where you physically just can't do it anymore. And that is when you should be looking for a manager. But anyways, man, let's get into some of the pros of having a manager. One pro to having a manager is usually they will have some sort of contacts. It may be record label execs. It may be um, A&Rs for record labels. It may just be something as simple as venues or they may have worked with famous artists before, you know, so they'll have contacts that they could possibly plug you in with. So when you work with a manager, if they don't have any contacts, it might be a situation you might not be looking to get into because they're probably not very experienced in the matter. And that is a great pro because like they say in everything, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So having contacts is definitely a big plus of a manager. 
But on the flip side to that, what I was saying about if you're not pulling in a lot of money from your craft is not very smart to get a manager because managers cost money. A manager taking you on is like them literally saying, "Okay, I'm going to become like your parent for the most part. They're going to have to invest a lot of time and effort into you if they really want you to be successful and if they really want to be a successful manager with you. So most managers are going to take anywhere from 12 to 20 percent of all of your profits. So from a manager standpoint, if you don't have anything for them to take 12 to 20 percent of, they're probably not going to be looking to work with you unless you're just going to agree to like a weekly or a monthly retainer to keep them as your manager, which if you're already not making money from your craft can get super expensive. Even if you're only paying something super cheap, like 125 bucks a week, uh, that's, that's 125 bucks a week that you could have spent in, I don't know, traveling, looking for venues, calling venues, you know, booking shows. I mean, you can book a venue by yourself for, 250 to 350 dollars you can get a dj to spend for you for another 150 like like it's so many more things you could use that money for so once again if you don't have a lot of revenue coming in from your music it's probably not a good idea to be looking into a manager another pro to having a manager is usually they will give you honest feedback let's be clear although a manager does want you to succeed a manager also wants to make money so a manager is going to be 150 percent honest with you if your music's not good or if you need work in certain areas they're going to let you know which can be a good thing if you are up to coaching but can be a bad thing if you're not a very coachable person and i want to be very clear a lot of people who think that they need a manager just really don't need a manager the main thing you need is just to manage your time more properly how many venues have you called this week to try to perform at How much time have you set aside yourself to submit your music to playlists? How much time have you spent trying to better yourself at the actual music business? Another pro to having a manager is that it can add a little bit of hype to your music. It's one thing for you to say your music is good and one thing for your cousin and your aunt and your mom to say your music is good. But to have somebody in the music business and who has contacts and who has worked with people and who has had success hype up your music it seems to go a little bit further. And the last negative is going to be that you could very well butt heads. I look at a manager like working out and hiring a personal trainer. Cost you a little bit of money, and in theory, it can end up being a good thing. But you're not always going to mesh with every personal trainer that you come in contact with. You may have completely different personalities, or you may be so much alike to the point where you don't get any work done. You may have a type of personality where you need someone who's a little bit more aggressive and pushy. You may have the type of personality where somebody who's aggressive and pushy really turns you off and really doesn't operate well with you. Finding the right manager could be very pricey and be very time consuming, which is time that you could have been putting in yourself doing all these things that you think you would need a manager to do. And to end on a positive note, having a manager can be very helpful and settling disputes. I would say that's probably the the biggest benefit of having a manager. Um, If you're a producer and you do a lot of sampling, you know, getting something cleared can be pretty tough. A manager can definitely help you get those samples cleared. A manager can help negotiate prices for you when it comes to venues. A manager can help settle any disputes of something that may have happened at a show and 
they're trying to blame you for it. Like a manager is usually a really good middleman to have in those situations instead of just being an artist out there on your own. But I told you my opinions on having a manager as well as some of the facts. I hope that that information does help you in the future. But I'm going to also chime in with my two cents and say what you may need. Instead of paying money into a manager, just carve out a little more time in your day to get things done yourself. Things like messaging and emailing venues, things like emailing DJs, submitting to playlists, all that type of stuff. Look into doing that more than looking into finding a manager if you're just starting out and don't have anything to manage. And if you're just looking for a manager because you need a boost, you might want to try a social media agency. There are a lot of social media agencies that will help boost your presence on social media for not very much money. One that's very notable and very good at what they do, and this is not a plug or an ad, but it's a company called Mike Check Global. For as low as $190 a month, they will boost your engagement and your, your stuff tenfold on social media. I used them for a couple months on Instagram, went from 1,000 to about 4,000 followers in the two-month span. All real people, all people that really engaged with my posts, really engaged with my music. My iTunes sales were up like 200%. My streams were up about 70%. So these are real people who really interact and really engage with you. And these people at Mike Check Global just really know what they're doing. That would be a lot cheaper option for you than going and trying to pay money weekly or monthly to keep a manager on retainer if you don't have the funds to do that. But anyways, it's your boy, Eddie Knight, man. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Four Artists by Artists. If you have listened to this episode or any other previous episodes that have helped you, please consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash four artists by artists, because that really just does help me create good content, quick content, as well as keep this thing going weekly. I want to drop these gems every single week for you guys. I want to get to a point where I'm doing two episodes a week. So I'll be dropping an informational episode like this and then also interview every week. So I want to do these on Monday instead of Thursday and drop my interviews on Thursday. So I want to drop two episodes a week for you guys. But in order to do that, man, I just really need help because it's really only me right now. So if these episodes have helped you, please consider doing that at patreon.com slash four artists by artists. But it's your boy, Eddie Knight, man. Please give me a follow at F-A-B-A podcast on Instagram and Twitter. I'm out.